This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. everybody it's 19 cats and counting with rita reimers and your co-host linda hall i love cats we all know that i also love reading and especially children's books my greatest heartbreak was when all my kids were too old for me to go to the scholastic book fair anymore so we have a lady today darlene tallman who has combined cats and children's books and if you want to hear more about this and you do we will be right back after this commercial Pets are part of the family. Make sure you can always afford the quality health care they need with Easy Pet Check, a nationwide pet insurance alternative. With Easy Pet Check, you'll save up to 75% on all your pet's health care at any licensed veterinarian in the U.S. Easy Pet Check accepts all dogs and cats regardless of pre-existing conditions. Visit EasyPetCheck.com. That's the letters EZPetCheck.com. Taking care of your pet can be easy with Easy Pet Check. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. It's your co-host, Linda Hall. Do I have my hostess with the mostest, Rita? Do I'm here, and I'm happy to say that Mr. Scooter, one of my newly adopted senior kitties, is in the room with us today although i don't know if he'll come on camera but he's just finally starting to get a little bit affectionate the sister's been for a while patience is a virtue that's the biggest thing with cats i think you need that number one uh so you turned me on to our guest and told me all about her tell us about how you know darlene and let's get her joining us well let's see if i can get this right my best friend growing up was Lori vella Lori Bella Reed now. Our moms were best friends. So our moms were pregnant with us at the same time. Darlene is Lori's cousin. I guess you'd say cousin-in-law because however you want to say it, Lori's aunt is married to a man who is the brother of Darlene's father. Is that right? Okay. Darlene's uncle. My mother. Your mother. Oh, oh, your mother. Okay. Okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. But anyway, let's introduce Darlene and talk about her mischief kitties. Oh, Lord. <laughs> I just reread Mischief Kitties this morning because it had been a while. The one with the vampires. Oh, Lord. Yes. My vampire hunter. Where did you get? Where did you get the idea to write these books? Okay. So I have a friend, an author friend in Australia named Cherry Shepherd, And we were conversing in Messenger one day. And she said her son, Alex, wanted to write stories about their kitties, their three kitties, Sammy, Callie, and Angel. Mm-hmm. And she said, what do you think about maybe your cats moving in next to my cats and they can go on adventures? And I was like, that would be a lot of fun. And then she said, wait, I know. Why don't you write those with us? She said, Alex has all these ideas. And so the first book, Vampires, Ghosts, and New Friends, Oh My, we set the premise up where my, of course, we know I have more kitties now, but at the time right. I had six moved in next door to that household with three kids. Okay. I was wondering where that idea came from. Okay. So it's real life. Yes. (laughs) And I mean, Harry, the 
self-proclaimed star because he's the one that does all the talking on Facebook and all that other kind of stuff. He's always been about must protect mama. So when Gracie Lou, who, who is a little bit of an instigator in real life too, she kind of sits back and watches the, what's going on. So you um, still have Gracie said, Lou. I wasn't sure. I do. The only one I've, I've lost over the years was my D- Nabisco. When I was out of town that one time, my neighbor was supposed to watch him. She sent her son over and he allowed my deaf kitty to get out. And I have yes. no idea how long she was out. I, I spent weeks I know. back and forth to the shelter all the vets had pictures up everywhere. So frustrating. That's torment, Darlene. I know she knew she was special needs because she couldn't hear or anything, but she was the sweetest little thing. And I had kind of done like taught her like a little bit of like, if I did this and she was watching, she would come over and curl up and she had her little spots that she liked to do her hidey hole. She didn't realize that she, as a cat, a female calico, no less, that she was supposed to be stuck up and she was supposed to ignore (laughs) me the rest of her life. The first night I got her, they told me, okay, she was bullied in the foster home and she's probably not going to want to be around you. Mm -hmm. So when I brought her home, who did I have at the time? I think I only had Timmy, Gracie Lou. They were still kittens. I had Chance and Chloe. So when I brought her in and I showed her, you know, where the litter box and the food and the water and all that kind of stuff was. And I introduced her to my dog that I had at the time, Maggie, and I put her up on the cat tree and I told the other ones, cause they were all hovering around. I said, now listen, <laughs> she has not had a good life. We need to be nice to her. She might not be friendly to you guys right away. Just it'll be okay. Right. I woke up the next morning to a cat sleeping on my shoulder, purring in my ear. Aww. Okay. She realized I was her person and love that baby. So she oh. obviously is not part Gosh, of I'm so sorry. Oh um, yeah. I don't even know how many tears I cry. I mean, you know, I, I know I, I had one get out of my house, uh, out of the, my screened in porch. She slid it open and I never found him, even though I looked and looked. So I, I know it's, it's just the worst not knowing. And I mm-hmm. made peace with it by saying to myself, somebody must have found him. That's why I can't find him. So I just have to think I, of it that way. And I've got a friend and, and I, I don't know how much a lot of people believe, but she said, she said she had a dream one night and my dad was holding the cat and said, Aww. let Dar know I've got Nabisco. So, you know, mom and dad have the baby, you know, and, and she's happy. And I just hate it because of all the cats, <sighs> of all the cats to get out of the house. You know what I'm saying? I know I it had to be that one. It had to be the one that was deaf that wouldn't have heard anybody calling that wouldn't hear danger coming. So yeah, I miss, well, yeah. I miss it terribly. You're making yeah. Linda cry. Uh-huh. <laughs> sorry, Linda. I mean, <laughs> no. you know, because how I got her was I had gotten, who did I get? I was volunteering with a different rescue than happy tales at the time. And they reached out to me and they said, Hey, we know you're really good. You, cause I got Gracie Lou who off a of death row. She should have been already put to sleep. I've had a few and, like that too. Yep. Yep. And Timmy was supposed to be put down because he had a real bad URI and that rescue transported him for hours to get him to me so that I could foster him till he was well, uh-huh. three or four rounds of antibiotics. And I called and I'm like, cause I was getting ready to move back in with my sister and she said, find out what they want to do about Timmy. And she said, well, I was kind of hoping you'd keep them. And I'm like, I can't afford an adoption fee. I'm literally getting ready to move into my sister's house. I am broke as a skunk. She said, Merry Christmas. So Aww. I'm a foster failure in multiple, multiple ways. But I've too, never tried I it because I know I would be. But yeah, Rita too is a foster failure. We understand that. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Especially the death row kitties because you figure they've been through so much. They've already been from home to home to home. You don't want to 
no. uproot them, especially when they make friends with your kitty, your existing kitties. And you're like, well, that's it. They're not going anywhere. No. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, and Harry trust. adopted me. And so when we, we wrote the first book and we really did, when we were writing them, we fought kids ages five to 12. When I tell you that we have adults that read them, I believe it just as much. I mean, I've had people inbox me and say, okay, so I don't want to go into all my personal life or anything, but I see group therapy. I, you know, I go to group therapy and um, sometimes we read books and I had read this and I read it to them and Darlene, we were all laughing so hard. We were dying. (laughs) And I was like, well, then good. Our mission, you know, what we set out to do to do a cute little story. Right. And then I apologize because I'm at my friend's house and all oh, the dogs. Okay. You're good. Over here, it's dogs because her husband is allergic to cats. So uh, um, yeah, I have Bosco with me, my my Bosco, my um, my 11-pound appendage. Who do you have now in your kitty household and how did you get them to accept the dog? I've got Chance and Chloe. Those are the ones that I left when I left the house in 2011. Those are the two I left. Mm-hmm. They adopted Gracie Lou Who. Of course, Timmy was a foster failure. Gracie and Timmy are about... They were probably born about the same time. So they're both the same age. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then let's see, after Timmy, Harry adopted me. And then I fostered Ducky Wucky's mama. She was pregnant. Oh. They pulled her from the pound. She was a stray found on the streets. And Vicky, at the time, it was I was living by myself. And I had an extra, I had a bathroom I could use. And she's like, Dar, can you keep Ellie? And I was like, okay, sure. And Ellie, you know, because she got her so late in the pregnancy, you know how that is, they she had four kittens, two survived. And that would they were born on Easter Sunday in 2017. So that was Ducky. His name started out as Ducky, but I added Wucky. Um, that's <laughs> I name. like it. I like it. I like I it. I do and, that too. I have Simba Dimba Doo. So I do that too. Yeah. And uh-huh. um, and then um and Lillian. And Lillian was a little buff bobcat, but females are kind of funny. Y'all know that. I yes. mean, sometimes they're they're attentive and sometimes they're not, but I've found yes. that little boys and Ducky was supposed to have been completely vetted out and then put up at PetSmart for adoption. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and what happened was I went in one day to check on them yeah. and oh, he wasn't too old, maybe a few weeks old. Anyway, he slipped out. He was old enough to be running around eyes open. Yeah. He slipped out and ran down my hallway oh, and gosh. there was Chance who is about 12 ish pounds or so. Uh-huh. There. There's this little fluff monster and he stood there and his tail was up and it was like, he stood there and went, ta-da, here I am. And I thought, oh, you're going to be You're there. here. So we got Ducky Wucky. Love then it. I got, you know, who's newest? Rebel McPebble. But oh, Rebel well. McPebble. That's right. Yes. Rebel McPebble, the boy that turned into a girl. Yes. Yeah. I've had a couple of those. And, Me you too. know, I would have never known she was a female. She never went into heat. Never went into heat. Wow. So imagine my surprise when I get a call from the vet. And they said, we've got a problem with Rebel McPebble. And, you know, I had dropped Rebel and Bosco off to be fixed. And it was like, holy crap. What on earth? And they said, he is a she. And I went, well, spare them because I don't need kittens. <laughs> There's enough kittens in the world. So we took care of that. But yep. um, when it came to Bosco, my friend, and she's a friend, she's also read my books and she's gone to me with book signings as my personal assistant and stuff. She and her husband have had, do- you know, litters of pups. They're doxy doodles. And right. my friend Liberty was getting one and her friend, her other friend was getting one for her husband for Christmas. And she's like, Dar, you need one too. And I'm like, what the heck am I going to do with a dog? My cats would throw me out if I brought a dog. Right. I've got right. You know, at the time I had eight kitty, well, eight. And then of course I got, you know, rebel in between that. And that was a total Uh story. (laughs) Um, And 
I, I saw the pictures of the babies and I picked Bosco out, you know, and I was like, well, gosh, I don't know how he's going to handle this. I have no clue. And, um, because him and rebel literally are probably about the same age. They were born about the same time. Uh-huh. I don't know that Bosco necessarily knows he's a dog. No, I mean, they'll hiss at him and stuff. Like if they're in their spots on the bed and he lumbers up and tries to get next to me, but he has no problems, but you know, burrowing in under the blankets. I'm his mama too. Um, snuggles up with the kitties. I love um, it. Yeah. Some are more. Did the introductions go well? They actually went kind of well. Um, Of course, you know, the older kitties, they stood up on things and they hissed at him when he first came in because he was (laughs) running around all willy dilly and and all that kind of stuff. The only thing, I mean, he's not food aggressive. um, So they they eat out of his food. They, you know, he'll sometimes grab theirs. And I'm like, well, everybody's mixed up now anyhow. So who cares? Linda has a dog Uh too. That thinks and, and yes. your dog doesn't know he's a, she's a dog either. No, no, I mean, that's what I said. Yeah. Dog's living with 11 cats. Uh, how is she supposed to know that? Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. I mean, <laughs> I mean, we're I mean, all multi-cat mamas. They even groom him sometimes, which I, I find love that. hysterical. Yeah, I, I mean, love it's that. Like, it's like, okay. and he looks at him and then like Chloe is my self-professed queen. And of course, <laughs> you know, when she's had enough of him. She'll haul off and she'll just whack him on the nose. And he sure. looks at him like, look, you ticked the queen off. I cannot help you in this. <laughs> exactly. She scares me too. And I'm the human in the house. Right? Yeah. It's like, <laughs> what in the world? So did you get the dog before you moved or after? I mean, what was after. the move like? Oh, after. Okay. Because okay, moving, so- I moved with 17 and that was a nightmare. Well, yeah, and you moved from Cali all the way over to I um, did to North yeah, Carolina, yes. and then I bought my house here in South Carolina. So that was a little sh- shorter move, but the cross country one it was four and a half days of pure and utter hell. Oh yes, okay. <laughs> I had I was fortunate because Melanie was willing to go with me, so I bought those big collapsible cages. And Libby, mm-hmm. Libby's the only one they're getting better with her because she has decided she's going to be a mama's girl. Uh-huh. So every morning she meows at my gate and I, and my, cause I have a gate to keep Bosco from tearing life up while I'm sleeping. Right, right. He can tear my bedroom up cause it's a whole lot easier. Cause I can close the door. You know what I mean? <laughs> and so when I wake up in the morning, she comes to the gate and she meows until I let her in and she gets up on the bed. There've been a few fisticuffs with the others, but I'm like, you know what? Y'all have lived together for almost six years. Y'all need to suck it up and go because <laughs> I'm not getting rid of none of you. Okay. So the day before I left, I took them all to the vet and we worked on everybody getting updated on shots and all of that other stuff. And they were going to give me, they put something, a transdermal on their ears the morning I left. Uh, so um, like a so, tranquilizer type thing. Yeah. yeah, but they weren't really out. You know, yeah. they weren't like out, like when they have surgery or anything like that, they were just really mellow. I so, used rescue remedy because there was no way I was taking 17 cats to the vet to get medicine. No. Yeah. That was, well, I mean, I had all their shots too. Plus I had to put Maggie, my dog that I thought was going to make it. Oh, that's it. right. Yes. I was like devastated. So everybody we get, I get them all done. And then I go back the next morning to pick them up with the carriers. Well, they had their carriers there. So we get them all loaded up. They help. Literally. I had two people helping me load them in my car and get them just right. And then I headed up and I picked up my friend, Melanie. And the one funny chance, I didn't know one of the carriers because I had four carriers and then like a regular cat carrier. Yeah. And the one that Chance was in and Ducky Wucky were in, the zipper was busted. And I didn't know that. So here Uh I am driving. I'm driving like 80 miles down the interstate. And all of a sudden, I see this little orange and white. Oh, no. 
What on earth? Well, I couldn't pull over right away. Sure. So Ducky hid in the little crevice. Chance meandered his way up to the front seat. And I'm like, this is so dangerous. He's standing on my thigh looking out the window while I'm driving. Oh, my gosh. So I finally get to a rest area. I stop. I pull in. This is before I get to Mel. And I'm like, all right, buddy, let's get you guys set. Well, I still didn't know that the zipper was busted. Uh-huh. It had like multiple zippers, like one on the top. One oh, on the yeah. I know exactly yeah. what you're talking about. Yes. So I get them back in there. I kiss them. I say hi to everybody else. Everybody else is just kind of like, yeah, ma, whatever. <laughs> so I go back up, you know, I get to Melanie. We were meeting like right in Nashville. Cause then we were going to take that sh- sh- straight shot down through Arkansas and everything. Uh-huh. So by the time I get there, chance has escaped again. Now this time I at least have him in the passenger seat and he's curled up and I'm, I'm driving, petting him going, you know, this is still not healthy. And still uh-huh. not, I mean, he wasn't upset. He was purring. He was, at least he didn't go under your feet to the brake pedal and stuff. That would have been, that's the fear. Yeah. yeah. I know. When I, know. I adopted so, pause, I had a soft side carrier and he managed to get that zipper undone. And I'm driving and I wasn't driving 80 miles an hour. I don't even know. I mean, like you said that, and I was like, I don't know how I would, cause I was driving nice and slow down a country road and I've got this can and I'm like, holy crap, <laughs> pull over, pull over, pull over. <laughs> so we get up, I get, I meet up with Mel and her husband and I roll down the window. And I said, okay, don't just open up the back. Cause I have two cats loose. So I get out and I maneuver. I've got both cats. We figure out that the one that's broken, it's broken. Oh. So now we do some adjustments and instead of having two, 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 and one, I now have three, three, <laughs> you know, oh. I mean, who was going to work better with each oh. other. Yeah. And then, of course, we had to get her suitcases in there because she was staying with me and the whole nine yards. But mm-hmm. he he's like Mr. Tetris and he got it all done. So we get going again. And, you know, you can't stop overnight because who in the world's going to allow you to have that many kids? I, I did. I lied. I went to Motel 6 and told them I had a cat. I didn't tell them I had 17. And I asked for a room in the back. I said, I don't want to hear the traffic noise. And um, I made sure that I left everything really clean so that they wouldn't know that right. I had more than just the one cat in there. Yeah, because you would have only been there overnight. And that was hard. You hear her like taking these cages in like, don't anybody see me? You know? uh, <laughs> she we have to do a whole show just about cats. that. It, it was a nightmare. That would have been fun. We have to take a little break, but we'll be right back to finish up the story and then talk more about Mischief Kitties and your other books as well. Okay. Right back. Molly, here's your dinner. (laughs) Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. If you're just tuning in, we're talking to my friend Darlene Tallman 
about, well, right now we're talking about how she moved cross-country with all her cats. And we're also talking about this children's book series she writes, The Mischief Kitties, starring her own kitty cats. And we'll also talk about the other book genre she writes for. But let's finish up talking about your move. Okay, so I moved in July. So, you know, hot, hazy, humid. Sure. So whenever we would stop for gas or anything, or even for restroom breaks, one of us would go in first while the other one just kind of checked to make sure everybody was okay. Cause uh-huh. the vet had said they really didn't need to worry about food and water or anything like that. Yeah. Nobody was acting antsy, like, oh my gosh, I gotta go potty or any of that. Cause they had limited their food intake the night before, which I right. thought was great for me. Yeah. You know, I didn't oh, yeah. know mm-hmm. about them wedding or anything like that. Cause I so saw, you know, I put pads down in the thing. And we managed to pull into my house and it was 1130 at night. Now, my friend that lives here, when my refrigerator got delivered, her husband was over there and they had all that stuff on. But we get in the house. Of course, I set up all I had. I didn't think about bringing like a real litter box. All I had was the little miniature ones. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) All of my cats are decent sizes. So some of them weren't exactly hitting the box itself. But oh, I was like, you know what, babies? Mama isn't even mad right now. I just set a bunch of them up. I'm sure they all had to go. They all had to be. (laughs) I put food and water down and I looked at Melanie and I said, we don't have any. She drinks um, Pepsi and I drink Diet Coke. I said, we have none of that, but there's a Walmart not too far from here. So there we were (laughs) at almost midnight going to Walmart after I had been driving since eight o'clock that morning. Oh my gosh. You know, I went from Eastern to Central. Right. But I'm not used to when I go from Texas to Georgia, I am not used to doing it all in one trip. I usually right. break it up. So I was like, I'm paying for this tomorrow. I know I am, but yep. I need stuff. So I bought a bigger litter box. You know, I bought actually I don't even think I bought a litter box. I think what I did is I bought two totes because I was like, you know what? I know my other litter boxes are coming. I'm not going to spend a lot of money on a box. I can oh, buy those work great. My friend, Dr. Sully Foot, she has a video showing you how to turn those into great litter boxes. Those are the best, really. Oh, game changer for me was the litter robot. I have one. I haven't set it up yet. Tell me about the little robot. Okay. So I bought one and it's actually got an app where you can set the app up on your phone. Really? And yes. And it'll tell you when it's ready to be, when it when the drawer is full and uh-huh. you need to empty it. But what I like about it, you put in, you know, it. there's a fill level and you put in the amount of litter. It sets itself. Cat goes in and uses it. You get a message that the cat center timer's on once they're out because it's sensing that, okay, nobody's in here, nobody's in here, nobody's in here. And then it runs through a cycle and the clean litter or the loose litter drops into a little bin. Everything that's clumped falls down into the waste bag below. It cycles back through and it evens it out again. I've oh, got to set yeah. mine up. I'm just, I don't know where to put it. Is it loud when no, it cycles? Because I wanted to put it in my bedroom because my cats insist they must have litter boxes in my bedroom. I would put it in there. I started really? with one. I've got four now. Uh-huh. And yeah, really I would cool. love to change. What about like, I've got a lead butt cat that's 18 pounds. I know. She should be able to, the hole in the front hole, I know you probably can't But she tell, has to but, go up mm-hmm. to get into it, right? There's a step, though. There is like a little ramp that comes yeah. with it, yes. So, and and what's funny is um, at night, it has like a little nightlight that comes on. Night, like the cats need a nightlight. Whatever. Yeah, no. um, but I think it's cute. And it is. Uh, Rebel McPebble likes to stand on the step and she watches it move. <laughs> okay, so this is this is job for me. This is Friday. So before Monday, I am going to get that darn thing set up because I bought it ages ago and I would love to change to all of those 
but it's I, wonderful. You know, I mean, I I've know got you 17 litter boxes right now. It's not fun. Let me tell you. Well, that's the biggest thing is because you don't have to do anything until the thing says the drawer is full and you need to empty it and you pull it up, you open it up, you tie off the bag, you put a new bag in and then you put, you run so you it through have, a clean cycle. You have four nice. of them for how many cats you have? Seven. I think I have nine now. Nine. Wait, do I have eight or nine? Chance, Chloe. And they're bigger though. So they're like, I would say one of them is probably the equivalent of like two, two litter boxes. Yeah, they're bigger size, but you don't need a whole lot of litter. There's like a fill line inside. It's oh, not like how you've got, because the only thing. Do you know how much about- litter, do you know how much litter I go through? Frost up, listen to me. You need to sponsor me because I go <laughs> through a lot of your litter. Yes, I do. Unscented. I've got, I've got yeah. the fresh step, but I also started using it. What did the? I think it's absorb absorbex. Oh absorbex. yeah, I was using that, but I get so much tracking all over the house. The powder, but maybe I wouldn't in the litter robot. It's right? not as bad. I mean, we do have to sweep up a little bit. I've got to get a better mat, but litter mat, litter robot has a mat that'll hold that traps the litter nice. when they come out. And then you can take it outside and just kind of like dust yep. it off or whatever. Game changer. The first one I put in, I still had litter mate, two litter maids, I think, going. And uh-huh. I noticed the difference when I walked in my house immediately. Because, you know, litter maid did the same thing. It's, you know, scoops. And so yep. you shouldn't theoretically have the cat odor. Now with four of them, I was like, oh, game gosh. changer. Okay. This awesome. is what I'm working on. This is what I'm working towards. Yes. Litter I mean, robot. Do you want to sponsor yeah. me? <laughs> Yeah, right? brushed up a yes. little robot. That's uh, right. What a pair. <laughs> and I mean, it took them a minute, you know, before they got used to it. But like the latest one I put, because Libby likes to sleep. She likes to sleep where my laundry area is. So I've got a little hammock cat tree for her. And then I've got, you know, the little robot right there. Sure. But the other kitties have no problem. If they got to go in the middle of the night, they just get down and they go out wow. and they go to the potty. And it's like on the wall where my bedroom is. And I don't hear it. That's what I'm nice. worried about. But then again, Linda keeps telling me I'm half deaf, so I wouldn't hear it anyway. She but. is. You can talk to her standing two feet from her and she doesn't hear it. So I don't know why she thinks what? that her robot is. What? Exactly. <laughs> well, she was trying to tell me something the other day and I, I made you repeat it three times. I'm like, what? <laughs> and I was oh, laughing hysterically the entire time. I yeah, know we've uh-huh. gotten off the topic of, of mis- yeah. Yeah. we're talking about multi-cats, but Mischief Kitties, you've got three books out. Is there going to be a fourth? We've got one going. Um, it's called The Mischief Kitties Go on Vacation, not Vacation. Vacation. And more the, vampires or no? Um, <laughs> well, I don't know if they're going to find any vampires or not, ah. but they are going to Gulf Shores, Alabama. And of course, they did their research. So they found out that there's sharks there. Ooh. So now he's worried about sharks and mama, like mama's going to go into the ocean, whatever. And <laughs> so. But that's how they find Ducky Wucky and and Angel um, had had a couple of kitties. That's how they're going to find the new kitties and bring them into the fold. But like you can't take our chicken. You saw that they've already added in a neighborhood dog, Milton. Uh Right. Uh I love it. And the great glitter caper, that was actually based on a real story that happened to one of my friend's cats. Really? I haven't read that one yet. Tell us about it. Without without giving it all away because you want people to buy the book. Right. Yeah. Well, Chloe and Callie, our self-professed queens, they are sunning themselves one day when Chloe says, come see this. Her mama left her craft room door open. Oh. So they get in there and um, glitter is involved and and boas, which Timmy wants to send to his sweet Siddeley. And um, is he ever going to meet her? Probably. Well, not in real life, but he might. No, in point, the book. But, you know, but possibly uh. in the book because, Ooh. you know, Harry. 
Harry and his bestest friend forever, Jesse, they keep adding animals for my friend Angie's farm. I'm like, my God, you two are cats. The best thing you do is <laughs> lay around and sleep all the time. You right. Know? But, um, they, they're a lot of fun to write. I mean, I'm not going to even bother about that. They are a ton of fun to this write. This is great. And what? And the, what the other the other genre you write for? You write romance books, so right. it's awesome that you can write in two different genres like that. It's Did fun. they ever cross over? Do you have cats in your romance books? Oh yes, Harry and Nabisco have been in a couple of have been in a book. Love that. Um, most of my cats have been in my books in some capacity. Everybody always has an animal of some sort. Love it. So yes, um, Bosco hasn't quite made his way into any books yet. He will. <laughs> So the romance series, what's it called? Well, gosh, I've got several. I've got like a bunch of uh, standalones. They're more small town contemporaries. And then I've um, right in the motorcycle club genre. Uh And I've got two series in that one has three books and it's probably going to have two or three more next year. And then the other one's going to have eight books. I'm working on book three right now. And then I co-write with my best friend, Liberty, and I, we've got a one series that's complete with seven books. It's Motorcycle Club, but it has three spin-ups, fixed, actually four now. So Awesome. This um, is so cool. Yeah. It's kind of like us, Linda, because I write my own, some of my own stuff. And then Linda and I, there's a couple books we want to collaborate on, which will be awesome about uh, pet sitting, cat sitting, and some of the oh, stories we've come across, you wouldn't believe. We got stories. <laughs> <laughs> Stories. I, I know we got stories. Time. Well, what's sad is like the experience you have with your cat sitter, letting your cat out. We haven't had that exact experience, but we've had some strange things happen, mostly I mean, I, with this clients. We scared our sitters within an inch of their life. If they ever let a cat get outside and get loose. That, oh, I bet. Yeah. I bet. I mean, that did yeah. never happen. My babies, you know, they, with me having my roommate now, that's been a blessing because I don't have to worry, you know, when yeah. I go, which of course, you know, with, with the pandemic, I haven't gotten any book signings since. Yeah, that's awful. How do you promote your books without going to your signings? Just Facebook, Facebook. Facebook. Um, my, I think, I think one of my personal assistants might be on Instagram or Twitter or something. So they might share every once in a while, if it crosses my mind to open up my Twitter account and put up something, you know, Um, I'm so bad about Twitter. I'm really great on Facebook and Instagram sort of, but Twitter, I always, I'm like, oh yeah, I need to share things over there. Trust me. Uh, You know, it's very difficult. So I'm hoping we all get to travel again soon because I always liked hearing about your trips. Oh, I had, I've always had, I mean, I've gotten to go to Australia twice. Oh I my got gosh. To meet both times. I actually got to see the lady that I co-wrote with on the Mischief Kitty's Cherry and I uh-huh. got to meet her kids. Awesome. Um, so I got to meet Alex, you know, the other mastermind of right? Mischief Kitties. And it was one of the most awesome experiences ever. Oh, I'd love and to go to Australia. I went twice. Wow. And amazing. You know, they opened them up the borders and international flying again. I'm supposed to go to a signing over there in 2022. Interesting. I I have some followers in Dubai. I'm not, I don't know if I would want to travel there or not, but you never know. Oh, I've heard Dubai is amazing. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Yeah. Their first paradise was the first place. Um, (sighs) The hardest part, the first trip, chances my, I guess if you want to say, Kitties who are more health have health issues than uh-huh. anything. Right. Chance is probably going to be my boy. He's had 
in the course of his life that I've had him, he's had two different viruses that almost took him out. Wow. Plus when, he, when I first got him, he had toxicity. So he was a hot. And oh, my gosh. Vet, and I didn't know what was wrong with him. I just thought mm-hmm. he had a weird purr. But I finally got him into the vet. And it was an old country vet. And he's like, it's a mm-hmm. good thing you brought him because he probably wouldn't have survived much longer. Well, then I was like feeling like bad pet mama. But, you know, right before I left to go, he developed colitis. So, oh, my you know, gosh. And, 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 you know, you've got multiple cats. And if you see like <sighs> bloody anything, your first thought is, is oh, my God, who's who bleeding? did it? Which one? And the blessing for me is Chance is very fluffy. He's got probably some Maine Coon in him just based on how his right. fur is mm-hmm. and everything. And he happened to turn around and all I could see was the blood on, <gasps> on, the, on his back end. Oh. And so I got him in Yeah. And because I didn't want to worry about my roommate trying to give him meds or anything while I was out of the country, sure. out of the country, not just out of state, not just going to the store, out of the country. Right. You know, I mm. left him with the vet. But let me tell you something. I was a panicked woman because I'm I like, I it. am you know, 18 hours literally away by plane on the other side of the world. It was, it was awful. I mean, we've had had a number of clients whose cats got sick just before they were going on a trip. It's very strange how they cats seem to time that don't they? I know. (laughs) I know. And, and like with Gracie, like Gracie Lou, she's still really reticent as far as, I mean, I've had this, this cat now for, well, gosh, in August, September ish, it's going to be 10 years. It took um, you a while to be able to touch her. Isn't that right? I, I remember really right. Can't. Wow. I have I one have like one that. My brownie is like that. If she's asleep, if she's asleep I can take my hand and I'll lightly ghost it over her fur, not touch her, but just lightly ghost. And then I move my hand back and then she'll look around like somebody touched me. Yep. Linda's uh-huh. got one like that too. And aren't you just dying to, I mean, karma is so fluffy and so pretty. And it's like, I just want to pet you, please. No. I said, one of these days I'm going to get to wuzzle you, (laughs) you know, but she'll come into my room and she'll stand right next to my bed and I'll go, do you need snacks or do you want snacks? And the next thing I know, I'm like engulfed in kitties. And when she decides she wants snacks or like, I've been here this week helping my co-author, she's trying to finish up a book and then I'm going to take what she's doing and write my own after Uh that. So we're kind of, we're collaborating Uh, without collaborating. Does that make sense? Yeah. Up in here. And you know, I know when I get home tomorrow <laughs> that Gracie will wind her way into the bedroom. She won't be close, but she's going to put my, her eyes on me sure, to make sure that mama's home. And, I, and Or, you know, and like when I'm not around, like if I come, if I've gone shopping and I come back in, she will be up on my bed sleeping on my pillow. So I know she knows I'm her human. Yeah, sure. Yes. She just doesn't want to be touched, but she's a yes. beautiful girl. That's how brownie oh, is. But so you know what has gotten my brownie to be a little more receptive of me is we're actually recording another show in about an hour with a guy named David. How do you pronounce his last name, Linda? I'm not sure. I need to add. It's T E I E. So I don't know if it's T or Tay or I have does no idea. Music to soothe cats, calm cats, and I've been playing it through my Echo Dot. And it does work. I mean, I was able to put the food bowl down in front of Brownie more times this last couple of weeks than ever before. Usually she goes under the bed and waits to eat till I, you know, leave the room. But uh, she's been a lot more receptive. I used to be able to touch her a little bit. I really can't right now. But maybe more of this music will help. So you never know. Yeah. Music for cats, it's called. And he's a cellist with the symphony and he, you know, he raised it octaves for what cats hear better. He, you know, I mean, he really put all the, I'm really excited to find out 
how all this connects, but you know, to really make it. so. And then he would test it out, which was very funny because he's allergic to cats. So he would go to this cat cafe taking Benadryl first and test it out on the cats. The first one didn't go well and test it out to see what they're responding to. And he really made this. Yeah. And it just de-stressed them and helped them. And yeah. Oh, wow. That's amazing. So Darlene, how can people find your books? You have a website? They're all on Amazon under my name. They can go into the search bar. If they go into the book section, they type in Darlene Tallman. It's going to find my, uh, it should suggest my author page. And then they can see all of, you know, all of what I've got out there. Mischief Kitty. Yeah. I'll find your author page. I like to share those things when this posts on petliferadio.com. And then also when I post it out. Put the links up. Yeah. I like to add the links. So I'll post yeah. your author page so people can find everything. Where, yeah, you know, I want to I want to read the romance books. So I'm really excited about the kids. But I really used to love the scholastic book fairs. And I'm looking for not the book with the ABCs or the colors, the really funny story. Like, what? you know, Splodger, the little girl that, you know, you made a mess. It wasn't me. It was Splodger. And, you know, these kind of books. And I've had them forever. And I, I've been blessed with two grandsons because my youngest is now 16 and doesn't want to hear about <laughs> whales and things. And, uh, you know, what am I, don't tell lies, Lucy. I mean, just fun, fun, really cool stories. And, you know, I've gotten I some mean, that weren't as great. I keep them forever. One of my favorite books. And, and I found it in a book, one of the boxes and stuff. And I mean, it's a paperback. It's falling apart. Is Harriet spy by Margaret Fitzhugh. Oh. One of the funniest books ever that I read. And as a kid, yes. and it's like, it's funny how the books that you read as a child, you know, when you start getting grandkids, you start getting this, that, and the other, yes. you're gearing them towards that. And and I think with the- I'm and frowning because I, I don't have kids. No. <laughs> you have four-legged babies. Yeah, you do. You can read to them. I I'm guess telling I you could. these books are- Yes. Yes. <laughs> I, I can see the Mischief series as being one of my favorite. Yeah. I'm, my husband, we're cleaning out stuff and he's like, well, we don't need these kids' books anymore. I'm like, let me look at them because some of them we do. I will keep these forever. And so then I was blessed with grandsons to start reading them too. But it's like, no, there are certain those books that you just cannot get rid of that are just memory makers of me. And the some kids. of my yeah. friends that um, that have read the Mischief Kitties and their children are now junior vampire hunters. Right. One of the things that I love the most, uh, one of the little girls, her name is Lily, and she's got a little orange and white cat. His name is Johnny, and her mother has sent me pictures showing her with Johnny curled up in her arms and she's got her mischief kitties book and she is Aww. reading it to the cat. I love and it. Awesome. That is just like, you know, so sweet. I mean, I love writing the romance. Don't get me wrong. I do. But oh, sure. When I get those messages, you know, like Harry has another little boy, his name is Gunner and he's got something called Perth's disease, which is kind of oh. rare. And he's like, mm. he's going to end up needing a hip replacement. It's, it's, it has something oh, to do with the ball socket. Kid. Well, I've and never heard of that before. Wow. He had to go to the Shriners Hospital. And so Harry decided, because Harry likes the one click and spend mama's money, because that's just what he does. Of um, he, he bought a bunch of snacks and different odds and ends and everything. He sent a care package to Gunner from, it was, it was from Aunt Liberty and, and, and Aunt Darlene, but Harry put his name all over it. I love it. I love We're going to have to get the mischief kitties for your grand boys. You know, that's already in my head. I do. I do. I can Uh see it. They they love to read. They've got cats. Problems with making, he calls them their travel investigation kits. And, and, and we've got a little notebook that has investigation journal. He usually puts in a a squirt bottle of water with holes. He puts in a little thing, a small thing of Play-Doh because it reminds him of gushy foods because you got to be able to play. 
a snack. What else is the what else does he put in there? Oh, glow sticks because you got to hunt vampires at night. Oh, right. So oh. you have to be able to see where you're going. Exactly. That makes perfect so, sense. You know, I I usually when when I like when I sell the books at at book signings, they get a a, a one of those to go with it, their own travel yeah. investigation kit. I love um, it. That's oh, so yeah, cute. Trading and 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 like the vacation oh, one, I'm waiting and I got to get with Cherry so we can finish it up because I found miniature beach balls and I found little pails and I thought, oh, I could put like cute little snacks and stuff in there. Oh, for I love that. I bought them, you know, well, That's I'm looking so forward cool. to the next one. I need to read the other ones that I haven't read yet. And uh, can't fix our chicken. Yes, Harry is. This was good. this. We ended up talking about a lot of different things. <laughs> this was great, though. I love it. I, I love cat related. I mean, little robot. You need to sponsor them. They've got plenty of kitties. You know, fresh step. You need to sponsor them. They got. You plenty got of that. Kitties. You know, because man, you could be a testimony right there between those little robot and and that. I've got this many no kitties, doubt. and maybe having somebody walk into your house that is more sensitive than others and going. Yeah, you said you had you said you had this many cats, but I'm and I see them, but I'm not, you know. Yeah, yeah. My home vet came into my house and he thought I thought I would smell something, but I really don't smell anything. But it takes a lot of work, and I think the litter robots will help because I, you know, I'm scooping all day long. Well, and we're getting older. It's not as easy to bend over and scoop as it was in the day. I I turned sixty this year. It's really scary. I'm going to be fifty-eight at the end of the month. Trust me. Yes, I'll it's be 54 a... next month. So, yeah. Oh, you're just a babe. Oh, 54. yeah. I don't We're feel like a baby. <laughs> I wish. I could, yeah, that's it. I'm 29. 29, I tell you, 29. I would love to have you back on again. Oh, um, yes. Especially when things are right with the world again and you're traveling, you know. I'd love to be able to tell people where you're going, where they can meet you. Oh, yeah, um, that'd be awesome. Any last Ohio. words for our other cat lovers out there? I would say adopt, don't shop, volunteer yes. because the rescues yes. are in dire need. And if you're honestly, if you're going through your stuff and and because this is the time of the year where people go, you know what? I need new towels and they're ditching their old ones. Donate them to the shelters. Oh, they need. Yeah, they need towels, blankets, right all of towels, those blankets. Things extra food. Like I hate to say it like this, but you have an animal that passes or whatever, and you've got all their food. They might not take the open ones, but there's strays all the time. Put yeah. bowls out on your porch and, and leave yeah. some food and water out for the strays yeah. and take the closed stuff up. that's sealed. Take it to the shelters because yeah, you know, I, I have some stuff I need to take now. Cause my cats decided they don't like it anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, that's one of the things I love is because I do the Chewy.com subscription. Yes. So everybody has a auto ship. Yep. And when we started, I started organizing my house. You probably saw my message or my post, Rita, where we opened up all the Chewy boxes finally. I have so many, and I, I'm spelling it here just because it's a habit, S-N-A-C-K-S for the cats. <laughs> that I, my garage is Filled with chewy boxes. I need somebody to come here and break them all down for me because yep. I can't keep up with them. Yeah. I have a chick that lives. I mean, she got me organized. I think I shared a picture either in my reader group or on my page of all the boxes once we emptied them and how you couldn't even see my front porch. All you could see was boxes. My garage. <laughs> my car is not in my garage right now. It needs to be. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Two car garage full of chewy boxes. Sorry, no room for the car. I know. Well, I don't have my good cars anymore. I had to get rid of them. So I have a 14 year old. So she's fine outside. Anyway. Anyway, thank you for being with us. Yes. Arlene. I'll let you know as soon as this is live. It'll probably be a couple weeks. I'll share the link. Definitely. 
And then a, a couple weeks after that, then we'll put the video on my YouTube. So we'll reshare that. So awesome. um, Linda Hall, as always, thank you for being my co-hostess with the mostest. My pleasure, truly. And Mark Winter, our awesome producer on Pet Life Radio, who gave us this chance to have our podcast. Yes. Thank you, as always. And remember, what do I always say? Every, Every day, day is Catter Day. Let's talk pets every week on demand only on petliferadio.com.